Welcome to Preston Super Show. What a great Monday night raw. And we're talking all about it right here. Kicking it off. You know, I really like to see that our truth can cut a good promo. That was pretty funny. But when uh, Miz came out there to get it going and Dominic Mysterio and J.D. McDonough had a good match with R-Truth and The Miz. That was at the beginning, but later on when that happened, I appreciated that. But starting off, you're looking at Nia Jax beating Becky Lynch. And Nia Jax uh, just kind of just doing what she needs to do to put herself back in position to make a run. Which I think she can do. And she is very talented. I give that grade, you know, grade that match out at a B plus. And I think that Becky Lynch is doing a good job of helping the other superstars. And that's really what I take away from that match. But Nia Jax looks like she's in her groove. She's got her groove right back to where she needed to be so I was kind of impressed with her to be honest with you I like Nia Jax now The Rock coming back obviously probably stole the show but Shinsuke Nakamura he interrupts Cody Rhodes promo now they're gonna wrestle next week on Monday Night Raw so they get a match and what I like about that match is uh, my prediction is Shinsuke Nakamura will sneak one out over Cody Rhodes and get some really good heat going behind that rivalry. Jay Uso and Kofi Kingston defeat Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser via referee stoppage because Vinci suffered an injury. It looks like Kofi just put a little bit extra on the kick, the drop kick, and Giovanni Vinci coming out of the air just caught the bitter end of that which kind of sucks I like uh, Vinci but I think he smacked his head off the back off the mat a little bit too hard and he wasn't prepared for it so at the end of it all um, it ended up not being a good match and I would just grade that as a C- minus. but it's by default because Jey Uso and Kofi Kingston came to get some good work in and unfortunately they just kind of had to roll with it there. And maybe that was part of the show, to be honest with you. I don't believe in injuries until we see later down the road. Then there's uh, Ludwig Kaiser, who got the, you know, kind of like the worst deal of that. Because you really didn't get to see much from him. So, that match got over quick. Now I can get back to our truth in The Miz who teamed up against Dominic Mysterio and J.D. McDonough. Like, just a funny, goofy little promo that got cut during The Miz's show. And uh, The Miz comes in there, he hits a skull-crushing finale on McDonough. R-Truth thinks, you know, oh, this is part of the whole plan with the Judgment Day, so he's just going along with it. Like, that's the whole skit, you know? And it was good. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty funny. And then the way the match went, they're all good competitors. So it made a lot of sense. 
But for the promo to build up to the match and then the way it went and how the crowd was like interrupting Dominic Mysterio every time he tried to talk, I feel like I have to just give that a flat A. That was an A for effort because everybody did give a really great effort. Not just a good effort. Like, hey, we're doing our job. Like, hey, we like our job. Then came a real fiery match between Rhea Ripley and Ivy Nile. And this was one of, you know, outside looking in, you're like, okay, Ivy doesn't have a big chance to win this. But what she can do is like put herself on the map. <clears throat> Show that even with a loss, you are a superstar, right? A, a real WWE superstar. And I think she did that. In my opinion, over uh, Rhea, even though, you know, Rhea is just too much for most women in that division because she just, the way she works in the ring, you know, she she puts the work in. But Ivy has good pace. I just think, like, the matchup is a tough matchup because it's big versus small, David versus Goliath type of thing. And Rhea ends up winning that very, you know, pretty comfortably. But I like the fire and the fight in Ivy. So I give that match a B plus. The reason, you know, I would say, oh, it could go longer is because I really think Zoe Stark is like the next big thing for WWE and the women's divas. Um, as far as her athleticism and her like talent level like it's really good and then with uh, Shayna Baszler she has a good style for the ring I feel like her style is different and there's not a lot of you know women wrestlers that are you know mimicking that or emulating a lot of that but Natalia is fun to watch and then Tegan Knox, you just don't get to see enough of her so that's all I say about that. But um, Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark win. They defeat Natalya and Tegan Knox by pinfall. Stark hit the Knox with the Z-360 right there for you. So everybody could enjoy it. The World Heavyweight Championship. Now that was Seth Rollins putting it on the line graciously up against Drew McIntyre who just can't win this belt. And even with the distraction, Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio coming down, looking like they're going to go cash in the money in the bank, still couldn't get done. But let's be real. Drew McIntyre probably should win that match for everything he's done. And to start off the new year, like, hey, we're going to start off this new year with uh, someone winning on Raw, a heavyweight championship, changes hands. But I, I, I'm okay with Seth winning it because I like Seth Rollins and I think he plays up to the crowd very well. But I also think Drew McIntyre plays up to the crowd very well. So I don't think there's enough drama uh, for the WWE to kind of pull the trigger on that one. I think they want to kind of wait a little bit and get a little bit more bang for their buck before that belt switches hands. Now, I don't know how long that can go. Because, you know, if you're talking about the Royal Rumble, great. If you're talking about after the Royal Rumble, how long? To WrestleMania? When Drew McIntyre can somehow win the belt? I just don't know. Like, if that's 
a storyline that he bought into or that he's prepared to go through with. I don't know. So we'll see as time will tell. And then for Seth Rollins, I don't know what he, you know, is demanding either. What are his demands? So it's going to be interesting to see that play out. But Becky Lynch back there, you know, The Rock showing back up. There's good vibes all around for Monday Night Raw. What's interesting is, and what I can leave you with before I give you some final grades on those, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark versus Natalia Tiganox. Give it a B. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre match. Give it an A. Loved it. But, you know, like I said, they had an opportunity there. But I give it a flat A. And it wasn't flat. It was a good match. It was just a flat A grade. And, um, it, you know, both of them are in their in their prime, in my opinion. So, for uh, the wrestling business. And they have had a lot of matches, but, it, you know, for the working in the ring and and for the getting everything going they're they're at their prime it you know making that happen but to leave you with this is we have a preview show on thursday wwe nxt is tomorrow new year's evil is going to be really sweet but i'm interested in that thursday preview show um seeing what that big announcement is for what Triple H is going to say. And really, the only thing I wish SmackDown would have done is just put that thing on Thursday. It used to be much better on Thursday, but then people complained that the Raw superstars couldn't cross over as easy. Final show grade uh, for this Monday Night Raw. We're going to give it an A-. Clap the papers together, file them up. A minus grade for that New Year's edition of Monday Night Raw. Loved it. Thought it was a great show. I was glad I tuned in. Happy to see The Rock and uh, the matches were good. The buildups were good. One match that really didn't get off the ground there with um, Vinci getting hurt there, but it happens. Part of the business. (laughs) 